0: Awesome. All right. We've been looking over the last couple of weeks on a a series, I Choose. We've been looking a couple of, um, over the four weeks, we'll look at four different choices we get to make in life. And um, if you're here the first week, Pastor Steve shared on what? Purpose over popularity. Okay, who remembers last week's? Sorry? Sorry, I haven't got my hearing aids on. That's it. Thank you. Surrender over control. And this week we're going to look at discipline over regret. Okay? Can someone give me a whoo? All right. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Yeah, let me start off by saying this. You are now the sum total of the choices you have made in the past. Okay? And you will be in the future, and who you will be in the future will be determined by the choices you are making today. That's profound, isn't it? But it's true. Let me say it again. you, Who you are now is a sum total of the choices you have made in the past. Who you will be in the future will be determined by the choices you are making today. So my question today is, are you making good choices? Yes? You can work with me here on this one. You can say yes, no, well I don't know. Okay? Because good choice equals good outcome. Alright? What does bad choice equal? Bad outcome. Simple arithmetic. Okay? In the old computer language it was garbage in garbage out but you put the good stuff in and you get the good stuff out next week we're going to be looking at another life choice which is the important over the urgent and I can't wait to hear that but if you've been coming along to Life Source Church for a while you know that we like to preach the good news of Jesus Christ amen because it is good news it is great news And it is a saving word of those that believe. And even today, I want to speak a liberating message. A great message. Good news. And say, are you ready for this? Poke your neighbor in the ribs and say, get ready for this. Here it comes. In this world, you're going to have trouble and pain. Wow, that's not that exciting, is it? Is that great news? John 16.33, in this world you will have trouble. We all go through pain of some sort. Now when you think of pain, you think of maybe physical pain, emotional pain. Some pain is beyond control, like a friend's betrayal. Maybe your workplace is cutting back staff and then you just got laid off and you've just signed a mortgage. Maybe a freak accident brings you a lot of physical pain. There's also some other pain that we do have choice in. Here's just four of them. The pain of obeying your parents now or the pain of the consequences later. All the parents are going like this. Listen to this bloke saying. Okay. The pain of studying now or the pain of retaking a class later on. The pain of saying no to to, to temptations or the pain of trying to beat an addiction. The pain of living within your means now or the pain of trying to pay a debt off later on. You see, when we talk about discipline, we sort of the world seems, seems to shut up. It's almost like discipline has become a swear word. Is that true? You mention discipline and they all of a sudden the shackles go up and say, No, I'm a free person. I can do what I want. Well, that's fine. Yes, you can you'll always be in a situation where you have to make choice. And today we're going to be talking about choosing the pain of discipline over the pain of regret. Here's one thing I've learned from 50 years here on earth. You can either discipline yourself and make good choices or circumstances will discipline you. Can I say that again? You can either discipline yourself and make good choices now, or circumstances will arise which will discipline you. And it is a fool who can think they can beat that. When I was in network marketing through the Amway Corporation many, many years ago, There was a term that was just always sprouted and that was the term delayed gratification. Who's heard of that? You see, we're living actually in a world that wants everything instant, don't they? Everything has to be on hand. If I want it, I'll go and get it. If I need it, I'll grab it. There's no such thing of planning now for the future. There's no such thing as taking the little steps. It's all buy now, pay later. You've heard that, don't you? But that's not always the best choice. Again, remember that where we find ourselves tomorrow is based on the choices we're going to make today. And so I suppose I want to encourage you today to always think about the choice. One of the good things that I've been learning over these last few weeks is just been hammering home choice. Good choice, good choice. And I don't know about you, but i found myself over the last three weeks just thinking about, is this a good choice? Has anyone else had the same thing? Is this a good choice? Is it not, not a good choice? Here's something else. If you're taking notes, oh, you can write that one down. In this world you will have trouble. But here's something else. This is what discipline is. If you want to know what the definition of discipline, here it is. It's choosing between what you want now and what you want the most. If you're taking notes, write it down. I reckon this is a brilliant definition of what discipline is. Choosing what you want now and what you want the most. There is a difference. An example of this is the Apostle Paul. Who knows Paul? Well, not personally, but you've heard of him, right? Paul was was a champion of the gospel. He was the one that brought the the good news of Jesus Christ to the Gentile world. He actually grew up studying the law as a Pharisee. He was was very um, knowledgeable in the law of the Pharisees. He says that himself. He was a party in the death Of the first christian martyr stephen we see that in the book of acts he persecuted the early church but then he had a dramatic encounter with jesus christ on the road to damascus and his life changed instantly he was healed from blindness he received amazing revelation from the lord himself he wrote a third of the new testament He undertook great missionary journeys across Europe and Asia. And ultimately he died for his faith at the hands, they say, of the Emperor Nero. An amazing man. An amazing man. You would think that this guy has got the front row seat in the kingdom of heaven. And yet, you know what? He struggled in making good choices. Can you believe that? He's actually relieved about that? He struggled. Now this is not speculation. This is from his very mouth, and he says this in one Corinthians. Uh, sorry, in Romans seven fifteen, he says, "I don't really understand myself. For what I want to do is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate." Verse eighteen. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. Who's relating here? This struggle in life between what we know we should do and what we actually do, and what we know we should do, but we don't do. Paul was the same. And in verse 24, it all comes to a culmination where he says, Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Who will free me? Who's ever felt in that situation? Just seems like everything's coming to a head. Everything just seems to be coming in at all sides and and all you can say is, what a wretched man I am. Who's going to save me? And you know what? He comes to this conclusion in verse 25. Thank God. God, the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. The answer, I tell you, is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. He is the one who strengthens us to overcome. I love the songs we sang this morning. Victory, victory, victory is ours strength and power and authority is ours in jesus christ and i don't know about you but i can tell you without a doubt if i did not have jesus christ in my life i would have made some disastrous choices i know it i know it. my life would look completely different to what it is now and it would not look pretty it was not look pretty Because I was heading down a wrong road. I was heading down a road of destruction by alcohol. But I thank God that in Jesus Christ I found the answer. My friends, if you're here this morning and you're struggling in life choices, I want to tell you it's not about mind over matter. It's not about your own strength. It's not about just digging in and trying harder or flogging yourself more or berating yourself in the mirror. The answer is Jesus Christ. He is the power within your life to make good choices in every situation. Who can deliver me? Jesus Christ our Lord. This morning we're talking about choosing discipline Over regret. Who's ever made the wrong decision? Come on, the rest of you are liars. And who's ever felt regret? The split second. The split second you made that choice and acted upon it. That was not right. I know it. We're choosing discipline over regret. In the power of Christ, we are empowered to choose what we want most over what we want now. 1 Corinthians 9:24. Paul says this. Remember, this is the Paul that we were talking about before. He says this. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. Run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. We do it for an eternal prize. The athletes of this world, the sports people of this world, go through years of discipline, years of training for a medallion, for a victory ring, for a nice little ribbon. And look, that's great. I love it. I love sports. I love competitive sports. I love, you know, victory in sport, but it fades away. Those victories fade away. Those victories come to naught in the scheme of things. But there is one prize that is eternal, amen? And that is through our Lord Jesus Christ. So run to win, guys. Run to win. You know, I am a little competitive. I see my sister at the back going like this. Don't worry, she might be the same. But it's good. It's good. I have mellowed a bit, okay, but I love this analogy. Run to win. Run to win. Run in a way that you will not regret. Run to hit the finish line so that when you look back, you don't shake your head and regret. This is what Paul is saying about. It's not actually about coming first, but it's running to win. As an athlete, what is your goal? What do you want the most? You want to win that race, don't you? You want to be in the best shape you can. But what do you want now? Oh, I want to eat pizza. I want to bum around on the lounge. What do you want most? You want to win. But in those days when you're training, what's your body saying to you? Come on, that pizza smells good. You know, you don't have to go out in that wet, in the rain to train today. You can do it tomorrow. See what I mean? Thinking about what we want most instead of what do we want now. Life is like that, people. And we're a fool to think that we can have both over a long period of time. Life comes with choices every day. Some are big choices, some are small. And yet the sum total of all these choices will determine your future. And yet we're in this world, aren't we? Where the message is instant gratification. Instant gratification. No deposit, no interest for 24 months. Sometimes now it's 60 months. The microwave generation. Who's ever been frustrated because the microwave's not cooking their dinner quick enough? (laughs) Right? Yeah. You know where I'm going, eh? Or eat what you want, then just take this pill and it'll burn all the fat off you. Even as Christians, we still face these choices. Not because we are in this world, not because we are of this world, but we are in this world. So my friends, it doesn't matter how loud you're playing your Jesus culture music in your car. If you're going 100 kilometers an hour around a 40 kilometer bend, it's not a good choice. Amen? Amen? Make good choices. This is what I'm talking about today. We're running to win. The imagery that Paul refers to is the Isthmian Games in Corinth. Very much like our modern day Olympics, but probably not as many diverse events. But it was a big race. It was a big time of the year. There was a pageantry of the event. There was a grandness of this, of this race. And the athletes disciplined themselves. See, when Paul was writing this, his audience at that time knew exactly what he was talking about, that the athletes discipline themselves when they train, Because these athletes would go into training 10 months before on a very strict diet. Their food intake was watched very carefully. No alcohol whatsoever. No junk food. They would subject themselves to the extreme of cold and heat. Why? Because they were training their body to endure. They were training to win. This is what Paul was talking about when he made this statement in 1 Corinthians 9. In Hebrews, he writes to strip off everything, to cast off the sin and everything that hinders. Again, it's the same imagery because in these games, in these games, the athletes literally stripped down to nothing. They ran and competed naked. Another reason why they wanted to finish quick. Okay? That one's just drifting through right now. But the imagery, the words that Paul was speaking conjured up This image of athletes in strict discipline. Because there's was either the, the pain of discipline in training or the pain of regret of not doing their best after the race. What do I want the most? Can you answer that question for me right now? If you're taking notes, and if something has come to mind, write it down. What do you want the most? If you're not taking notes, just think about it and cement it in your mind right now. What is it in life you want the most? You see, this is your starting point. You've got to know what you want. And I chuckled when I I, I saw how Pastor Steve divvied up these these um these topics and he gave me this one discipline over regret. Hmm. Because I, I will. Because life is made of good choices. But good choices are dependent upon what you want. And if you don't know what you want, then guess what? You're going to float down river like a dead fish. It is. And your life song is going to be K. Sarah Sarah. Whatever will be, will be. Hey, I'm just hanging loose. I'm going through life. It's great. I'm having a great time. Hey, sarah, sarah, where are you going to be next week? Uh, Who knows? We'll just see where this river flows. How many people do you see just floating down river? But it takes a live fish to swim up river, doesn't it? It takes a fish with purpose, like the salmon, to know they've got a place to get to they got a dream, they got a goal, they've got a desire. And I love this stuff. I'm a man of dreams. That's why Steve chose me. I'm a man who loves setting goals. But hey, I'm not perfect, I'm not up here sprouting that I hit it every time. But when you have a dream, when you have a goal, you know what your focus is, you know what you want, and you will forego the now in order that you will reach that which you want. It helps make good choices. It starts with a dream. What is your dream in life? What is your goal? Parents, is it for your children? Is that your dream? Young people, is it for, for a particular career choice? What's your dream? Because if you don't know what your dream is, you don't know where to start. And you don't know what steps to take to get there. Because dreams turn into goals, goals turn into choice to take action. It's as simple as that. There's no circumventing the whole thing. Hmm. It's very quiet in here. Is your dream to serve God? Is your dream to do the Kokoda Trail? Is your dream for the best marriage that you can have? Is it to be debt free? Is it to be free of addiction? What do you want most? You see, hard work is what it takes. Discipline is what it takes to achieve it. And there are times where you think, mm, right now I could just veg, just flick on the, the movies, sit back, enjoy a nice dessert. You see, naturally I'm not a very disciplined person. That might surprise some of you. You give me the choice between studying for um, for my theological studies or sitting down and watching a movie with a nice cold drink. Guess which one I want to pick. Nacho Libre. <laughs> okay. When I'm on the treadmill every week. And I hit about the four and a half, five kilometer mark. Guess what I want to do right now? I want to stop. I want to take a break. Because the pain starts to build up. But what do I want most? I want to look after myself physically. That's what I want. That's what keeps me going. Are you getting the idea here, guys? What do you want most? will help you determine what to do right now. Paul says it again, continuing on in 1 Corinthians 9. So I run with purpose in every step. Can you say that with me? I run in purpose with every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Purpose in every step. In the power of Jesus purpose in every step so if you don't have a dream you don't know what purpose is if you don't have a goal to achieve what's the purpose where's your next step going to be is it going to be over here or is it going to be over there is it going to be under the influence of peers that are pushing you this way or are you going to be strong enough to say no I choose that I need to stand here right at this moment I've had to make some of those choices in my life why Because God birthed a dream in my heart. And out of that dream, I had to set goals. And those goals required action. And there was times I just would have loved to jump in those flowing waters and float downstream with the least of care. But I had to stand firm. And you know what? Some of my friends didn't understand. It's not that we became antagonistic to one another. Some of my friends and I, we just drifted apart in relationship. Because They didn't understand the path I was traveling. Some of the life choices I've had to make, people haven't understood. And even when I was a senior minister, there were some decisions I had to stand firm on which people didn't understand. Why? Because God had put a dream in my heart for what he wanted this church to look like and what he wanted this church to accomplish. What do you want to accomplish in life? What is it that you want most? Because that will determine what I do now and the choice I want to take. There is never a time when I will not need Christ in my life. There is never a time will I not need other Christians around me. There is never a time I will not need boundaries, I will not need accountability. And when the world tells you to be your own man, be your own person, shun it. Because we can be free people. We are set free in Jesus Christ. But there are still boundaries in our life. There is still accountability in our life. You know, believe it or not, Before I was a pastor, I was a man. It's true. Before I became a pastor, I was a man. The same struggles. The same issues, the same choices that other men make in their life. The same temptations. Without Jesus Christ, I would have fallen for some of those temptations. I know that. But what do I want most? I want to honour God first and foremost. I want to honour my wife and my marriage. That's what I want. I want to be a good example for my daughter. That's what I want most in my life. I want to serve the body of Christ with integrity. That's what I want most in my life. What do you want most in your life? I need Jesus' grace daily. Daily choices that I make that will help me conform to the image of Christ. The trouble is sometimes we're trying to conform Christ into our image and our thinking and our way of, God, I want to do this, so yet I'm going to conform you to say that that's okay, wrong way around. I have overcome the world, Jesus said. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. And that's the second part of the scripture. Take heart, be at peace, do not be anxious, for I have overcome the world. Isn't that a great promise? Isn't that a great relief? What I want most requires me to choose discipline, to take each step with purpose. Otherwise, I can guarantee that although the now may satisfy for a brief moment, it will end in regret. Paul said it. I recognize this struggle within me, this struggle to make good choices, this struggle to do what is right, this struggle to overcome the desire to do wrong. What a wretched man I am. Who's going to rescue me? This is where you come in. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. If you don't do something about it now, if you don't make the choice to move in the direction and take action, it will lead you toward that thing that will become your biggest regret. Good choice, good outcome. Bad choices, bad outcome. Simple arithmetic. It's as easy as one plus one, isn't it? Hallelujah. 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 Let me finish off by putting it another way. You can either have short-term pain for long-term benefit or you can have short-term benefit for long-term pain. choice is ours. But can I encourage you this morning? Be a person of no regret. Be a person who refuses to live in regret. If only I'd spent more time with the kids. If only I had been able to forgive that family member and restore that relationship. If only I'd had taken better care of myself, I wouldn't have this physical ailment ailment now. If only I had disciplined myself to take that course of action back then, I wouldn't be in the situation I find now. If only I had not listened to those people that said, try it, you won't be addicted, you won't get addicted, just try it once. How much pain to suffer later on. You know, I shoulda, coulda, woulda is something that I don't like in my vocabulary. No one plans to fail. No one goes into the marriage saying, well, this should be fun as long as it lasts. No one has children with the intention of neglecting them. We never end up planning to be in a place of despair or failure or regret. We don't plan it. But we end up there because of choice. I wish I never had started. I had no idea how this would rule my life. People refuse to be short-sighted. Know what you want. Know what you want the most. And that will give you purpose in every step. If you what you want most is to honor God, then how does that look in your life? How does that determine what your next step is? Run to win the eternal prize. Run to win with purpose in every step. Run to win with the help of Christ and my my friends. Never live in regret. Amen. Determine right now, at this moment, determine at this moment, I will stop and think about the choices I make in my life because I am going to look ahead to see what it is in my life that I want the most. And when that prize is there, when that goal is there, when that dream is there, you will move in the right direction. Some of you have forgotten about your dreams. When you were younger, you had big dreams. But life, bad choice, rotten circumstance, all seemed to erode it. And you thought, you know what, it's much easier to shelf that dream. But what pain do we want to live with? You know what, if that's you this morning, I say to you, grab that dream back off the shelf. Grab it back off the shelf, guys if it is a God-given dream, if it is something that you just can't let go of, I want to say to you this morning, get it off the shelf. Start moving towards it. Make choices to move towards it. Is it an area of study? Maybe you want to do theological studies. Maybe you want to do medical studies. Maybe you want to do a study to further your career. But you know what? You've shelled that idea of studying because it was just too hard. Get it back off the shelf. Take steps to move towards it. you got plans and dreams for your family, for your marriage, and yet sometimes it's just too hard, so you think, "Nah, it's just easier to go, float along. I want to say to you, make steps towards it. Guys, I'm not perfect at it. I'm not preaching here as if I've got it always, but I do try and model my life on these principles. Know what it is I want, and then go and get it, Tiger. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads. And you know what? If you're here this morning, and Jesus Christ is not your savior, then that's a That's the starting point. Because otherwise, you're going to be trying to do all this in your own strength. and You might be able to do it for a short time, but eventually it will all become too hard. So I want to allow that time. If you want to accept Jesus Christ, if you know you need his help in this, to just stand where you are. That's all you need to do. Just stand. It's an act of faith. doesn't care what others around you are thinking. This is between you and God. If you need to call on God and say, Lord, I need your help in this. I've tried and tried and tried. I can't do it. I need you. And just stand where you are. God will honor you. He will come and meet you where you're at. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Father in heaven, I thank you. Lord, that even the message this morning, even what I've shared, has pierced our hearts. And as as we go from here today, it will resonate in our thinking, am I making a good choice? Am I going to accept the pain of discipline now over the pain of regret later on? Father, Holy Spirit, I pray for these men who are standing right now empower them lord lord i remove in the name of jesus any sense of regret any sense of of past failure or sense of wanting to have done things different lord i thank you that in their hearts they can see that today is a new day and your mercies are afresh every morning and lord your grace is renewed in their life every day and that they are able to start from today to move towards those things that you have put in their heart and that they want and they desire. Lord, empower them by your Spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.